Shalom Abrachor of the Meseches Nedorim Daf Mem Test. Today is the first Daf of the sixth parak. Discusses what's included in a nether made on cooked items. We define what the word Tavshil means. Uh, we discuss whether gourds are healthy, what type of gourds, how is it cooked, what part of it, how to eat daisa, some manners, halachas of double dipping, and uh, some fascinating methods that uh, Tanoim had for staying healthy. We begin with a mission that says that if someone makes a hana on mivushal, anything that's cooked, roasted things, and undercooked items are not included in mivushal. Over here, shaluk means undercooked. If someone makes a, a neder that he won't taste a tavshil, then he's ushered anything that pours, anything that's liquidy, because we assume that people would have that with their bread, but if it's a thick consistency, that would be mutter. That doesn't count as a tavshil. He would also be allowed to eat a beitza tormuta and a dalas haremuta. Omar is going to talk about what these eggs and gourds are. If someone makes another on any maisa kadera, anything made in a pot, then the only thing included in that nether is something which is cooked in a sauce. It's boiled in a sauce. If he makes a koinam a neder on anything that goes into a pot, he won't taste anything that goes in a pot, then that, that would even include any pot dish. Anything that's cooked in a pot. Now in the Gemara, we, have, we bring a brysa there. Yoshia says that when a person makes a neder, not yet anything mavushal, something roasted would count. Our mission says that it's mutter. Yoshia says that would be included in being cooked and it would be azur. Even though he doesn't have a raya, he has a pasuk of vayibash luas pesach boesh kamish. But you see that putting it on fire counts as bishul. So the Gemara says maybe that our Mishnah and Rav are arguing because Rav holds that we go basa the lashon that the Torah uses, and our Tana says we go by how people speak when it comes to nedarim. But the Gemara says not nah, really. Everyone agrees that when it comes to neder, you go by the lashon that people use. What's Rav doing? With the Pasuk. He uses the Pasuk to back up the way that they spoke in his city. And Artana is going like the way they spoke in their city. In Artana's city, when someone roasts something, he calls it roasted. If he cooks something, he calls it cooked. But they would even use the term cooked for something which was roasted. And he uses the Pasuk as an, as an asmachta. Now in Amishnah, when the guy makes a nether on a tavshil, he's not going to taste any tavshil, we said that it's only going to answer liquidy cooked items. But why is something that's thick, why is that not going to be considered a tavshil? So Abayi says that Awitana holds that the definition of a tavshil is anything which is eaten, eaten with bread. I have a brysa that says, and we have a brysa to back that up, which says that if someone makes a neder on tavshil, he's also to eat anything cooked, he's also to eat anything roasted or undercooked. He's also asked to eat a soft gourd because sick people would use that to eat, to, uh, would even eat the soft gourd with their bread. So anything that would be eaten with bread counts as a tavshil. The Gemara says, well, wait, you're talking about sick people eating this soft gourd as like a health remedy? That's not healthy. Rev. Yermia was once sick and the doctor came to heal him when he saw this Gourd in his house. He left. He said, look, 
This guy has the Malach HaMavis in his house. He has these gourds. He's eating unhealthy foods and he wants me to cure him. You see that the gourds are unhealthy. So are gourds healthy or unhealthy? So the Gemara has a few answers. Number one, it depends if it's soft or hard. Depends how you process the gourd. Rav Bar Ula gives a different answer. It depends if you're talking about the, the core of the gourd or its shell, the, the outer peel. We see if Yehuda says that the inside of a gourd should be eaten with the silka, this type of a, a dip, and uh, the the inside of a flax seeds should be eaten with kutach, with that dip. It's very healthy. But you shouldn't give these health remedies to Amaratim. The Mephur says because you're not allowed to give them any, I know. Or maybe because they're going to run out and destroy all of the, the, the cotton crops, all of the flax, to get this refua. Rava gives a third explanation why we, we have a discrepancy whether gourds are healthy or not. When it refers to the sick people who are eating these gourds, that's referring to the Arbanon. They're learning Tyra all the time. They don't get enough from this world. And they can become sick. Tyra uh, weakens a person. Rava is going to Shittasa because he holds, he's told us that we should daven for Katsiri and Meri'i. Because it really says that there's a, a daily din. Every day there's a din. So you have to daven for Katsiri and Meri'i. Katsiri means sick people. Their, their nefesh is, is kotzar because they're sick. Meri'i refers to their abundant who get sick from, from their precious and their tamatira. Now we said in the Mishnah that cooked foods, another against cooked foods, does not include things with thick consistency because that's not eaten with bread. But that would not apply to Babylonians because Rezaira said the uh, foolish Babylonians eat bread with bread. They do have thick consistencies on their bread. Now Rav Chista tells us, when you get to Hutzel, ask them how they should eat daisa. Do they eat their wheat bread with wheat daisa? And their barley bread with the barley daisa? Or maybe they mix it up, the barley bread with the, with the wheat daisa and the wheat, wheat bread with the barley daisa. Rubber used to eat his daisa with uh, roasted flour. Rabba Bar, Rav Huna, he saw Rav Huna eating daisa with his fingers. He says, uh, why are you eating with your hands? He said, because it tastes delicious eating it from your hands. With two fingers is great. With three fingers is even better. These are interesting gemaras. You have to understand it on a uh, deeper level. Now, next, Rav Echia told his son, and uh, Rav Huna also told Rabbah, his son, if you're invited to eat daisa, it's kedai to go a parsa to get it. To eat ox meat, it's kedai to go three parsois. Rav Chia told the son, and Ravuna also told the son, you're not allowed to spit anything out in front of your Rebbe. It's not covered a Rav. However, he says, if you get daisa in your mouth for whatever reason, that you can spit out because it's incredibly unhealthy. Even in front of a king, you spit that out. It's so dangerous. It's worth being disrespectful. Next, Rabbi Yoisi and Rabbi Yehuda were eating together. One was eating daisa with his fingers and the other one with a spoon. So the one who was eating it with the spoon tells the one who's eating it with his fingers, you keep sticking your fingers in the daisa. How long am I going to be eating your schmutz? So the one who's eating with his fingers looks at the one with the spoon and says, look, you keep on putting it in your mouth and then putting your spoon back into the daisa. How long am I going to be eating your saliva? Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon came to the town of uh, Luspein. Rabbi Yehuda was eating, but Rabbi Shimon was not. They, they brought them, they brought them this, this loose pine dish, maybe Lufsin. 
these overripe figs. So if Shimon said, I'm not, I don't want to eat it because they don't leave a person's system, they stay in the system for a very long time. Rabbi Huda says, yeah, that's exactly why I want to eat them because they can, they can fill me up for a very long time. Though. I'll be full till tomorrow. Rabbi Huda was sitting by Rabbi Tarfut and Rabbi Tarfut commented, you know, your face is golden today. He said, yeah. Yesterday we went out to the field. The, the servants went out to the field and they brought back these beet, beets and I ate it even without salt. Imagine if I would have eaten it with salt, my, my face would definitely be shining. Next, there was this Matranisa, a noble woman who told of Yehuda, how are you, uh, a Rebbe? You're sitting and learning, Tyre is machish, and yet you're so robust, you're shining. So he said, first you should know, I don't drink wine at all. She thought maybe he was drunk, that's why he was glowing. He said, no, the only wine I drink is Kiddush Havdalah and Arba Koises on Pesach. And even after drinking those four Koises, I have to wrap a bandage on my head, I get such a headache. All the way until Shavuos. The reason why I glow is because of the Apostle Chachmas Odem Torah Panov. Glowing from the Chachma, the Torah that I, that I learned. It's a discussion whether he drank on Purim also. Maybe the only reason why the headache went away on Shavuos was because of the Matan Torah. We know Purim is also his man. Uh, Matan Torah of Tereshavah Peh. So maybe of course he drank, but he didn't get a headache. Because he had the, the Kabbalah Satara. Next was the Tzeduki. Who told Rabbi Yehuda. He says, it looks like your face is, uh, you know, it's shining. It must be that you uh, lend money with ribbis or you raise pigs, which are very lucrative and easy jobs. So, Ravida says, first of all, you should know, uh, as far as Jews are concerned, those are both usser. The only reason why I glow is because there are 24 bathrooms between my house and the base medrash. And I go in every hour to every single bathhouse. I make sure to go to the bathroom when I need to. You know, the famous Rambam who says that all sicknesses come from Someone holding himself back from using the bathroom. Next of Yehuda, when he went to the base medrash, he used to carry a container on his shoulders. He says that the melacha working is a fantastic thing. It helps out. It gives a a cover to whoever's doing the work. He would use that container to sit in in yeshiva. Shimon also used to take some uh, a jug, carry it on his shoulder. He also said that melacha is great because it, uh, it holds up its worker, the one who's doing the work, now I could use it as a seat in, in the base medrash. I don't have to sit on the floor. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.